welcome to Conversations in Coffee. Today I'm joined with Claude Akal. Claude, hey, thank going? you so much for coming Excellent on. Really me. appreciate it. We're in the one agency recruitment offices here over in Swords. So you're just new to the team. You've just started there recently. I am, yeah. How are you feeling? Good, good. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a job still because I'm enjoying it so yeah, much. Good. So I'm yeah, good. Yeah, like it's something I did in college and it's something I wanted to do, so I'm delighted for the opportunity. And what is that then you've you done in college then? Um, I was a green animation and motion design. Brilliant, yeah. So I spent five years in the art college in Limerick, LSAD, doing that. Yeah. And came out after a long struggle, but I got it, yeah. And I graduated three years ago, so it's Brilliant. been a, a while now trying to get But you're finally getting to fulfill yeah, a position now that kind of suits you, you know, yeah, right up your street. Yeah. Um, but just before kind of even college or before all that, where were you? Because you have a good story to tell. I mean, you have a good story to tell in terms of where you are now and how you got to where you are because there was some hurdles and there was some, you know, challenges, but they didn't matter because you've clearly got right through them. So I'm 26 now. Mm-hmm. Um, I am originally from Dublin, so I was born in Dublin. I lived here until I was maybe five with my mum. I was in foster care, so I was kind of passed a little bit from pillar to post. There wasn't much stability, so I've lived in like a good few areas of Dublin. I say good few areas lightly, like it's been a lot. (laughs) But um, I moved then, I was kind of passed from her back to an aunt, back to her, back to an aunt. Um, she was an alcoholic, so that, there was just issues of back and forth. Um, we moved then with an aunt to Kildare, so I made my communion in Kildare. I think I was about seven. Uh, we then moved to Wicklow, I spent a year there with an aunt, and then I was shipped back up to Dublin into Tala. Um, spent, I think it was maybe three years, was it even three years? Two, three years. Uh, there's so many now, I'm trying to piece things back mm-hmm. together. Spent about three years there, I think, and then moved to Offaly. So Offaly was one of my longest days. Um, that was my seventh primary school. So I was 11 by the time. Seven schools before you were 11, oh my God. Seven, seven primary schools. So I always tell this story, like when someone says, where are you from? I say, well, I was born in Dublin. I made my communion in Kildare. I made the confirmation awfully. I graduated in Limerick, and they're in, then they, they just go running then, do they? Yeah. So how are you? Where are you from? And, and they, again, I, they're finished. You turn around. I'll get married in God knows where. Whoever put up with me. Um, so yeah, I spent my whole secondary school years in Offaly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, my most stable time. I kind of started GA up there, so I really believe that GA kind of saved my life. Um, in my younger years, I put all my time and effort into GA. I really flourished. I played um, football, camogie, hurling with the lads, the girls, from like under 12 all the way up to senior level. I played county um, in both football and camogie. I got a scholarship for college, and it kind of just it kind of focused like there, there was a lot of issues in the background going on a lot on. of distraction though with, with true sport did it that take a, your yeah, mind off absolutely of I just lived and breathed like camogie yeah. was my life um, absolutely adored it so when I look back I always think that like that, that kind yeah, of thing if it wasn't for the GAA where would you have probably yeah went? exactly yeah. I, I feel like I probably would have taken my childhood a little bit rougher only for the fact that I had, like, I was so in love with playing sport and mm-hmm. I just kind of flourished in, mm-hmm. in Offaly and made loads of friends and all the rest. And um, so throughout that, I started having a few issues with my foster family and my own mom and like my own life and whatever, and decided at 18 that I would leave. So got my course in Limerick in 2011 
and I did a year as a portfolio course. Now originally I had just applied, so I wanted to do art from like the get-go, like I grew up watching my mum draw and I absolutely love to draw and I absolutely love to draw Disney characters. So like my dream was to do animation, but I knew that the only place I could do animation was Ballyfermot and I didn't want to come back to Dublin. Mm -hmm. So I was like LSED, had my head like just headstrong in that. Um, only put one CAO offer um, choice on the, sheet, yeah. on the sheet and everyone was like, but what if you don't get it? And I was mm -hmm. like, I don't care. No safety net. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> everyone's like, but that's not a real job. You're never going to get a real job out of doing art. And I was just like, no, 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 this is my dream. This is what I want to do. So applied for it and I was 30 points short on my portfolio. I was Good. distraught. I was like, what am I going to do now? I've no backup points, plan. Like yeah, I've no backup plan. Um, so I started researching and I got a portfolio course in Limerick Senior that I was not happy about having to do but it was just a longer way of getting in I suppose so you worked to what you had yeah it was, it was my only other yeah, option you weighed really. up the options and said like, what, what can I do here this is the only thing it was the only option I had so went in and did that and I was kind of raging because I knew it would be the same as my first year in the art college it was a bit of a um a, a what's the word, the core year, I suppose, you do mm -hmm. a bit of everything. So did that year, couldn't wait to get into the art college, reapplied then when the time came, got my points, and the year I got into, and I planned to go and do graphic design, mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to go on and become a teacher. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, but the graphic design was kind of in my mm -hmm. head that I would do that. I got in and did, started my year in LSAD, and they actually began the animation course in Limerick Senior mm -hmm. so I was like oh my god like it's fate so I was like meant to be yeah exactly so I was absolutely delighted um now unfortunately we were a bit of the guinea pig gear so like a lot of mistakes were made with us and stuff with the trial run yeah yeah it was it was tough enough like it does have potential to be an amazing course and um, it probably is now but we were kind of trial and error with us like mm. um so I did my first year courier got my um module and continued on for the three years now at this stage i was living by myself well as i, as I said my, by myself i had housemates like but i had no support system i was in the aftercare system with um the hse but with regards to like support emotionally or whatever there just wasn't really anything there um at the time i didn't really think i was struggling i didn't think i had any issues going on i thought it was very much um, good to go like I had loads of friends I did well in school like there was no alarm bells to tell anyone that I was struggling or even myself usually the first sign would be if you weren't being social or something but yeah, you were the opposite you were the out opposite. there so like there were social workers coming in when I lived back in Offaly and they were like yeah your teacher said that you're getting A's and you did amazing even certain you're like flying it with the sport so I was like oh yeah yeah you're right actually yeah I am so like to me I was like yeah I'm fine like no different than anybody else no now a couple of things have been said when I was living in the house that I was like a bit miserable all the time and like I kind of had to pretend I was happy to live there and there was just a few issues like that but I was thinking it was just me like I was like oh it's obviously my face it's obviously like my mood or whatever I didn't think anything further than that um, it wasn't until after my first year in the art college that I was like, okay, I'm out of here, like a year, like my environment has changed and I'm still a bit miserable. And I was kind of thinking like, what the hell is wrong with me? Like I'm, I'm in my dream course, I'm by myself. Yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, the 
second year of the art college, so I was in my third year of college, I was working four or five nights a week in a nightclub. So I was doing Monday to Friday in college. It was nine to five, it was a full-time course. But I was also working four and five nights a week in a nightclub. Mm -hmm. So you can imagine what that's doing to my physical health and I was exhausted, and but I had no option. Like I had to put myself through college. So with the help of the grant and stuff, I just kind of kept my head above water. Um, that went on then for, so that was in my second year of the art college. And then something happened, something significant happened with my mom. I won't get into it, it's just a no, lot you don't of have to. trivia stuff or whatever. And I found myself in a really dark, dark place mentally. And it was the first time I kind of thought like, okay, whatever is going on, all these issues, is, it's, it's me, I'm, I'm the problem. And I got into this mentality of thinking like there's something wrong with me, I'm a burden, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's me, 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 as opposed to... It's yeah, well, just, I, you're yeah. told for so long by people that are supposed to kind of look after you that you're the issue and you're doing this and you're that. And, like, as I was still only 18, like, so you start to believe them, like. Mm -hmm. um, I, I ended up trying to take my life. I was very, very uh, nearly went through this. Um, again, an act of fate is what I believe. Um, a fella that was checking the fire extinguisher in the apartment found me and rang an ambulance before it was too late. Like I, again I won't go into details, but I, I had planned it that nobody would find me, do you know. So after that, again, I was kind of like a little bit embarrassed and was just kind of like, there's nothing wrong with me, I'm fine. It was just like a moment of weakness. And I just carried on, I went back to college on the following Monday, said nothing to nobody, nobody knew any different, and I stayed quiet. Still didn't think to myself, you might be struggling um, mentally or emotionally because um, I had no one to talk to and I didn't know anything about I had, I wasn't educated in the fact that maybe this was normal. And this went on then, I powered through, I was a bit miserable in college every week. I was like, oh no, I want to drop out. I want to, I just want to leave the country, mm -hmm. run to Australia. Him and Han every week, contemplating whether to drop out or that not. That was it. Like there was just, I felt like there was no support system there. I was struggling financially. I was like, there's people, like my friends have all graduated. I'm still stuck here. And the course wasn't fantastic. So I was struggling with that too. So I was like, look, just get your degree and you can run away to Australia then. Just focus. A little bit of motivation in the background. Yeah, I, just I get it, and then go. You can just run away. You can just start. You've got the piece of paper then. That's, Whereas, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. So everything just got pushed back, back to my head. No matter what happened, um, I was just like pushing it all back to my mind and was like, just get your degree. Get your degree, and everything will be perfect. Um, powered through anyway, got my degree show, had a really good degree show, um, got like long listed for visual arts awards and the RDS. I was delighted. Um, then after that, I was like, okay, only three months now, you get your. Like get your degree, graduation. I had been waiting for this moment for like literally about 10 years. Cause like growing up, I was thinking, just get your education and you can give yourself a better life. So this piece of paper meant everything to me. Graduation day came and got my hair, makeup done, got a nice dress, all the rest. And I remember they called out my name and I went up to get my degree and I sat down. And I've never felt worse in my life. And I was like, what? the house so I sat down and I was just it was like I don't know what happened it was like 10 years of kind of emotion and stuff kind of hit me like a train and I was like the hole in my heart wasn't really full like the weight on my shoulders is still there the lump in my throat and I was like this sadness isn't gone Do you know I was like okay this was meant to fix everything 
and that really really hit me like a train um went out that night for a few drinks and came home and had a full-on mental breakdown so after that i kind of decided all right and um, this wasn't going to fix all your problems this wasn't going to fix all the hurt and the pain and everything for the last number of years so you might need a little bit of help um i decided to go to the gp and ask for a counsellor and ask for antidepressants so went on medication and when I started a retail job and as well that didn't help matters either I was a bit miserable in that and you know retail at Christmas Pe people anyway are miserable and oh my god like what, what retail at Christmas and stuff like it was just like I did not spend five years in college for <laughs> this, but this like, yeah. someone coming in and bitching but about though, you probably have like even when you finish school you have this idea in your head of what college is going to look like and it's probably going to look like something along the lines of what it's like in America yeah and then you go and it's just like school again yeah and then I, I think yeah. as well like all my friends were like out partying every week and I I couldn't because I was working, working in the nightclub, yeah. so I was watching everyone having a great time and like, oh, college, the best day of yeah. my life. I'm like, this is hell. Like, yeah. I, you're I, talking yourself up to, I'll just get the piece of paper. Then when I get the piece of paper, everything's going to change. Piece of paper. Then you're talking, oh, I'll just get through this retail job, make up a bit of money then. So you're constantly kind of thinking of yeah. how can I get out? How can I get away? That's exactly what it, And it's a really bad mentality to have because you get to the point and you're still not happy. So when I was there and I was a bit miserable, I was like, all right, I need a bit of help then. So a couple of months passed, I was on medication and like my whole life changed. It was like I could get up in the morning and like I didn't have that like overwhelming feeling anymore. And I could just deal with like regular life problems, but it just wasn't like the struggle of getting out of bed, which I gotten into like a really bad rut of like mm -hmm. not being able to get out of bed and crying all the time, and just feeling sad for no reason. Um, so that really changed my life. And it was like, I was given like this whole clean slate this whole new lease of life. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I've never felt better. And I decided to quit my retail job and start up a business. So all these things were happening, like yeah, good so like, things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Faith again. And I swear to God, I look back on different things and say, if this hadn't happened, that wouldn't have happened. If this hadn't yeah. happened, you know? So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna give this a go. I've never been better. So starting your own business, what business? So I do a lot of graphic design, but I started doing like, I kind of would do anything. If I'm able to do it, I'll do anything. So I used to do all the like the personalized suites and stuff for weddings and birthdays yeah. and crafty stuff. Graphic design and like anything I could do, I was doing it. I was doing all the wall decals. Yeah, like, there was no remit. Logos, everything. Mm. Anything that someone asked me to do, I was like, yeah, of course, I'll do it. So I was in a shopping center. I'd rented a little space in the shopping center and I was going with that. And although I wasn't on fantastic money, I was happier than I ever was before because I was like, I finally get to do what I want. Like this is, this is my real job and everyone told, and there was people from home that was buying stuff from me and I was like you were the very person that told me that I would never get a real job and like now you're buying my products which was a bit of a weird a, it? it is weird but it was a, definitely a boost like I was like ha yeah kind of even started. those guys are buying it yeah that's it yeah because you don't expect someone to like buy something that you've actually made like yeah but especially somebody that's put you down before that's it um i think people kind of laughed you know when you, you try to start something off until, something different until you're mm. a little bit successful and then they're like trying to jump on the bandwagon but anyway the like, guy oh, know her i went yeah. to school with her now you were the very person that said to me you're never going to do anything and now <laughs> you're the one doing most of the talking yeah, yeah. Um, they're bigging you up as well yeah. though which is good that's it. it it was just like a little win i was kind of like just a bit like delighted with myself yeah. it sometimes i'd say i could be wrong in saying this but i'd say a lot of the time when people do that it's our fear they're, of course. they're afraid you're going to do so yeah. well probably and it's like you shouldn't do that and it's like why i don't think it'd be right for you but really in the back of their mind they're probably thinking 
she does this, she is going to go so far. But as well, it's probably something that they don't have the, the balls to do themselves yeah. either, do you know? Deep down, want to do it themselves. It's a little yeah. bit of jealousy as well. Yeah, oh, well, definitely, 100%. I mean, you never admit yourself, like, they're definitely jealous of me, but you have to, it's obvious when there's clear indications. Like yeah, that, exactly. You know? Especially when people are working a miserable job, like someone else was in a retail job that they hated watching me living mm -hmm. my best life, do you know? So I think as well, um, at the time, you don't really, I think when you go, through something like really traumatic or you go through something really difficult you kind of go into flight or fight mode and like you don't understand it's happening until you look back and be like holy crap like how, did I, I've been through. how did I get through that so like I was delighted I was like this is all worked out now I was in a relationship I was happy I, we were living together two dogs I was, I was running my own business he was running his I was like dream team um delighted so I, I was really happy that I had kind of pushed through um, still, there, there's still, I felt though at the back of my mind, there was still like something a little bit off, but I was like, do you know what? That's fine. After everything, something a little bit off is fine. I can keep working towards it because there's no point dwelling on everything that's happened. I was like, I can just keep building towards a better future. So that was like the April, I think I started that. And then unfortunately in the August, my, um, my mom committed suicide. So, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, so I was obviously devastated. Um, it kind of changed my life upside down, like distraught, heartbroken, you can imagine. But something clicked, something changed in me as a person after that happened, as if to just say, life is too short and I'll never be the person I was before that happened. But I just started thinking like, this, like, this life, if I'm settling, it's just not good enough. And I was like, I'm after losing someone that was so close to me for such a, like, over her mental health issues. And I was like, I am not going to let my own mental health issues and uh, dictate how I'm going to live my life or restrict me from not doing something because I'm afraid of what someone else is going to say. And after that, it's just been kind of an onwards and upwards kind of mm -hmm. journey, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, I started like throwing myself into things, putting myself out of my comfort zone, and sharing my story on Instagram about Which my takes life. a lot of courage. Yeah, and I, I think it was just like, I was just like, why? Like, why do I care? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, someone who I loved so much, and like my parent is after like dying over something so serious, and I'm here worrying about like talking out about my issues because of what? Because someone from school might say, "Oh, who does she think she is?" Like something just clicked to me that day, and it's never gone back to the way it was. Um, but I'd then again, it's weird. Like it's probably something out of your control. It's just, yeah. it's like it was meant to happen. You are meant to change your mindset and just try it forward. Because instead, you could have locked yourself away in your room and you yeah. could have bottled it all up, but you decided to actually take the approach that hang on there's other people out there that are probably in the same situation I was and how can I help them and how can I spread the message that look I'm pushing forward absolutely and I think as well because obviously I'm only 26 but I feel like I've gone through a lot of I've had a lot of life experience I had to grow up a lot quicker maybe than the average person you just step into big big boots and, and mature up didn't you yeah exactly and i think it's like okay of course your your background and your circumstances will have an effect on you but like it doesn't influence you choose who you become and you can take your past you can take your experience and you can mold 
like your future I don't believe in people saying oh well I had a really bad upbringing so that that means that I could be a shitty person now like it doesn't you choose like at a certain point where, where you want your life to go and I know not everyone's situations or maybe not everyone is as mentally strong to do that but I do believe that like using whatever it is hard situations to be a horrible person is just not good enough make um, or break situations like that's you know. it like it makes or breaks you and you can you can choose how you let it affect you and I chose that I had a lot of life experience I had a lot of different um, things that I could share in hope to maybe benefit another person and I was like and what's the point of me sitting back and doing nothing about it when my voice might make a difference I would love for it like I would hate and my biggest motto in life is I want to be the person that I needed when I was younger and that is the way I live my life That's a good way of looking at it, yeah. and like I would hate that my nieces or nephews would look on social media and think she's a perfect life she's a perfect life and whatever and they think oh if there was something going on at home you know they think like I'm the only one because when I was a child I thought why me why am I the only one why does nobody else have this because we were growing up and you're a child and everyone else is having birthday parties and they're having like all these family do's and you're not and you're like why am I different it's hard and like as a child you don't have the but nobody sits you down and explains no because kids aren't like old enough to understand yeah. this but I was old enough so I was you're adding it all it. up in your head like and constantly assuming and making these like kind of thoughts and probably living scenarios in your head like did I do this or did I do that? worrying and doubting yourself and stuff and I thought like I was I thought that my parents didn't love me and that's why I was different and like until I obviously grew up and realized that that wasn't true when I wasn't at fault nobody sat me down no professional no like parents no guardian no nothing sat me down and said look this isn't your fault and if you don't feel okay about it that's okay too and I think that was a huge factor in me having mental health issues down the line and me going through that dark kind of stage and I think as well like we're so focused on you have to have a job like that's to do with your career at this age you have to go to college you have to get a job you have to get a partner you have to have kids and it's all this like that you think you're missing out or you're behind on your other friends because they're off mm -hmm. doing xyz and I'll be honest like for the last while I felt like that I, felt, I was working I went back after after I left um, doing my self-employment stuff, I decided to do it from home, got into a bit of a road again, then I was thinking, oh, I'm never gonna make it, all my friends are doing this, I'm not, do you know, you just get into that mindset. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, why am I so far behind? Like, I don't, have my, I don't have my shit together. Like, why don't I have my shit together? And I kept thinking it was never gonna happen. I'm 26, it's never gonna happen. And decided to make the, the jump from Limerick. So I only moved from Limerick six weeks ago. So I only came up, I'm only here six Crazy. weeks. Yeah. And look and what's I, happening. I know. And you've just been nominated recently for, I'll let you say it. Uh, most inspirational influencer. But which is you, mad because I wouldn't even consider myself an influencer. Yeah, you clearly are. You can't go into that category unless no, you are. But I mean, please. let's go back to five years ago. And you're thinking, yeah. oh Jesus. And then you're going and you're going to the GP and wondering, oh him and how will I go in or will I not? Get over that. And now you've yeah. been nominated for one of the, one of the most well, inspirational. But I think you just... There was a time there, I was like, it's never going to get better. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. And I just always, when I'm talking to someone, go, hang on. Like, things will happen. The stars will align in the way that you're meant to kind of... of attraction. Yeah, exactly. And things will work out the way they're supposed to. Whether you believe mm -hmm. in a god or a higher power or whatever it is, things will work out the Energy, way... Energy, whatever it is. Whatever it is, yeah. things will work out the way they're supposed to. And, and it's only now that I'm in this job and I'm in Dublin and I'm here six weeks. 
I've been given this amazing opportunity. Um, Kevin at one agency met with me for coffee and was like, this is my business module. And his morals and his business plan and everything just matched mine. It was like, I was like, what is this? I was like, it's like the job was created for me. And I'm literally. Just, literally. And I'm just so, so grateful to be able to come in here and do what I love to do with a business and a company that have such good morals and have like Kevin is amazing and I have so much respect for him. I think I'm going to learn so much from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really, really rewarding. So I have big plans for that. Um, I would like on a personal career goal, I really want to write an illustrated children's book. Mm -hmm. um, kind of de describing kind of in a lighthearted manner um, the difference kind of between mental health and mental illness and kind of have that little bit of education, but a really lighthearted story at the same time. I would also love to do um, some talks and stuff later down the line. I've done a few seminars and stuff already, but I really enjoyed it. I found them really, really rewarding. So. But yeah, no, I can't thank you enough. I suppose I'll put Claude's um, Instagram handle above um, for anybody that wants to go over and follow. Also, the one agency recruitment page too. Thanks a million thank for having you. me. It's really been a pleasure. It. Thank, thank you. you.